Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Hey, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to today's edition of Calvary Live. So good to be back with you after after having been gone for quite a while. Uh, just different scheduling things. I got a little more scheduling things up here in the future, but grateful to be with you today. Grateful to have you uh, with us via radio it's really cool, is it not, to be connected via technology, that no matter where you are in the country, we can talk out loud and then have it aired to literally thousands of people around the country together, um, talking about the things of the Lord, as it should be. Uh, I was speaking with somebody today, or maybe it was last night, about spiritual warfare, and spiritual warfare is quite literally a battle between the forces of darkness and the forces of light. The forces of light's origin is God. The forces of darkness' origin is the devil. And as real as God is in his eternal uh, nature, so is the devil real in his created nature, uh, in his fallen nature. And there is a battle going on that we are a part of. And one of the things the Bible says, and this is where I want you to pray for your local Christian radio, I want you to pray for uh, the station you're listening to right now and the teams that help keep it on the air. Uh, one of the scriptures that came to mind is a, a passage of scripture that talks about um, the devil being a prince. I don't know if you're familiar with that passage, um, but he's referred to as a prince, and here's how he's described. You ready? In Ephesians 2. By the way, we got open lines, best time to get on the program right now, 303-690-3000. I know if you're just tuning in, it might be, well, another Bible study, another discussion, but no, this is the hour where it's interactive. This is a live call-in show broadcasting live on Grace FM and the Radio by Grace Network, and then you guys on Hope FM and Truth FM and uh, Higher Rock Radio, who, by the way, just got their license uh, to up the power. So Boise, you guys are going to be blessed. I'm telling you, Boise, it's going to be great for you as Higher Rock Radio expands. Um, you guys are listening to this on one week delay. And all that means is while we're on the air, you can call, we can talk, you can text, but you'll hear it on your in your market, in your station one week later, which is actually kind of cool because you get the answer on the air and then next week you get to tune in and hear yourself and hear the answer all over again, which I think is kind of cool. So we're working on live and other stations. It's great. For now, this is the way it is. Give me a call, 303-690-3000. Text me at 720-336-0897. That's the texting only line. And we are talking about warfare, spiritual warfare, the devil, and he's described as a prince. And some of you know right away uh, the verse I'm referring to. Uh, it is in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. Ephesians 2, verses 1 and 2. Paul's writing this glorious statement, and you he made alive who were dead in their trespasses and sins, 
in which you once walked, listen, according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. Now, I don't want to make it, I don't want to make this scripture more spiritualized than it is. It's speaking of power. It's speaking of authority that's been given to the devil, abdicated by Adam. But I don't you want to miss the, the reality that radio and television, and perhaps to some degree, you know, advertising and um, internet technology, satellite technology, that kind of stuff, is travels through the air, through the air. Think about the signals of a cell phone. Think about the signals of a satellite. Think about the signals of a radio tower, of a television tower, even the digital signals. They go through the air, even Bluetooth. You got your AirPod Pros on from the connection from the Verizon or T-Mobile, whatever you have, the cell phone connection in the air to your phone, in the air to your ear. And here's the devil. He's the prince of the power of the air. He thinks he owns the airwaves. But as we've taken the airwaves back, whatever they might be, whatever media we're using for the proclamation of the gospel, the devil fights. It's almost like unwillingly or unknowingly you pick a fight. So I want you to pray for your radio station, the one you're listening to right now. It is owned by a church. It's not a massive corporation. It is run by primarily a small staff, um, a very small staff, and a team of volunteers. And I just ask you to pray for them, please, regularly. Just, Lord, you know, you just turn on the radio. Lord, bless these guys. Lord, protect these guys. Lord, help them find their passport. Whatever it might be, pray for them. You never know. Help them find what they lost. You know, what frustrations, what difficulties, whatever it might be, um, pray for us. And, And... I know that we've been asking a lot lately for Ukraine relief support, and I do want you to participate. But I don't want you to forget uh, your local radio station either. You give to your local radio station. Um, just go to the website of the station you're listening to and donate. Uh, if you want to support Ukrainian relief directly, we as a church and a radio station have a team on the ground right now in the region. Uh, we'll very shortly hear feedback, we hope, Probably while we're asleep, I got a text at 2 a.m. yesterday with an update, um, but uh, we hope to to hear positive update on some particular objectives that we have. We're not able to share them right now, but we're praying for it, okay? So pray for us. Pray for the team. They're, they arrived. They're on the way to, the, to a border of Ukraine. We have an objective to um, extract and help people and... As soon as we can share it, we'll share it. Until then, pray for us, okay? 303-690-3000. Over to Georgia. Mark, welcome to the program. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Um, pretty good. I, I don't want to complain, but I just got an unspoken prayer request for uh, for just uh, all-around healing in my life and uh, just to have the Lord keep revealing what's his, his signs of him to me, you know. Uh, I feel something going on in my life that's, uh, you know, I can't really, I don't know what it is, but I know that the signs are real, you know, and uh, I'm going to start taking them for what they are. Father, I pray for my friend Mark in Georgia. 
He's got a lot of things that are being revealed to him, a lot of things that are opening up to him, and um, I pray for clarity and understanding. God, I pray that you would make these things that are revealed and seen and sensed and felt become reality according to your purpose and sovereign will in his life, and give him clarity, Lord, of exactly uh, what it is you want him to do, where it is you want him to go, and how you want him to respond what's being revealed. In Jesus' name, amen. See you, buddy. 303-690-3000. Shout out to all our friends in Georgia, especially in the Atlanta area. Uh, Fantastic that we get to connect with you. Bless you, bless you, bless you. 303-690-3000. is the number. Of course, text me. I see text coming through. Uh, 720-336-0897. Here's a text. Uh, hey, Pastor Ed, my husband and I have been married for eight years. Congratulations. The Lord bless you in your future eight years. We're currently praying and asking for guidance as whether that we should have a child. I'm struggling what God's desire is for married couples. Is his intent for every husband and wife to have children? That's a great question. Um, there's, there's a lot of debate over that. But when there's debatable things, my personal approach, I'm not always good at this, but it is an approach that I want to adapt, is I want to stay simple and go back to the Scriptures. And I see one of the intents in early on in the book of Genesis for a married couple, Adam and Eve, was to go forth into the garden, go forth, or excuse me, to go forward in their lives and to be fruitful and multiply. And I do believe that there is a general, this is, you know, we have to be careful. It's not an absolute in the sense that you're some kind of failure or a horrible person if you don't. But I believe it's God's general direction for married couples to have children, if possible. If not, have children of their own, adopt. If not, adopt, uh, enter into the foster care system. If not, foster care, uh, and and there is no uh, direction for children, just being involved in children's lives, maybe a a big brother, a big sister program, maybe going down. Like, you, you get it. Kids are super special. They're super special. I love, even today, walking around the building with all the school kids walking around and just um, knowing what a blessing they are, what, what a, how fun they are, um, anticipating what the school day is going to be and, and what are they going to do when they go outside and play and what are they learning and you know, even a few kids that get in trouble, you know, like <laughs> every day. But kids are special. Jesus made it that way. He, I mean, he said it that way too. Like, you know, let the little children come unto me. So I don't know exactly for you what God's will is, but I can say this. The desire for children, even the desire as you're praying for them, because the, you wouldn't be praying if there wasn't a desire. That desire came from the Lord. And... This is one of those things where you can pray and just go forward by faith and just go forward enjoying your marriage, uh, enjoying the intimacy in your marriage, and the Lord opens the womb and closes the womb. Uh, So trust Him with it. 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. 
taking your calls and your questions. We have open lines. Everything is open. Pastor Ed, text question, can you pray for my brother? Lives in Chicago. He's waiting and going through the difficult process of a lung transplant uh, due to complications of COVID. Lord, I pray uh, for Gary. You know the complications with COVID and lung transplant and all of this, Lord. We pray for your perfect will. Right now, we want to give you the glory. I haven't got an update in a while, but maybe if you're listening, Kim, you can call in. But um, sorry, Lord, talking to you, talking to Kim. Um, I thank you for Joman waking up and rehabbing. I thank you for Zach waking up, and, and I haven't heard an update on him, Lord, but I know his dad is traveling, so that's a good thing, um, that he's not by his side uh, waiting. So that's a positive thing. So I just thank you, God, and I know you're going to work in Gary's life. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. All right, until the phone lines light up, I'm going to, well, they're ringing now, so they're processing them. I'll keep doing the text questions. Hey, Pastor Ed, have this strong conviction to share the gospel with my grandparents that I would have the confidence. Father, I pray uh, that you would give this person the confidence and courage and tactfulness and respect to share the love of Jesus Christ with their grandparents. I find no other noble uh, wonderful thing to do than to share the love of Jesus with our family members, those that are important to us. So I pray that into their lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 303-690-3000. Give me a call. 303-690-3000. Taking your calls and your questions. Great. We're going to go out to South Carolina now. Bill, welcome to the program. Hey, how you doing? Uh, it's Dell, like the computer, D-E-L-L. Hey, Dell, what's up? Hey, man, yeah, nothing much. I just need some prayer um, for guidance and advice. I was trying to buy a home. Um, I found a home that I wanted to purchase, but the housing market is so crazy right now that they're selling within one day. And I've seen this home that I was really fell in love with. And um, I got a showing, but it's after, like, seven other people have already viewed it. So I was wondering, should I put an offer in, sight unseen? And I've been praying to the Lord about it, so I just need some guidance. Let's do that, Dell. Father, I pray for my brother Dell, and I know many other people. I pray for my brother Dylan. Many other people are in the same position with these housing markets and how hard it's been. I pray, Father, that you would sh- make a way where there is no way, uh, that you would provide the right house, place, position for my brother Dell, and uh, opening all the doors that need to be open and closing doors that need to be closed. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, call us back and tell us how it goes. I will. Thank you so much. All right, bye-bye, Dell. Bye. God bless. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000 is the number. Hey, I wanted to let you guys know that I sat down with a, a, a reporter today from Channel 4 News here in Denver, uh, a friend of mine and a friend of this community, Dylan Thomas, and he's going to be doing a story on U- Ukraine uh, relief as it relates to uh, the locality of of action and movement. Uh, and I don't know how it's going to come out. I don't know how the interview is going to come out. But if you're here in Denver, uh, 6 o'clock news, Channel 4, the CBS affiliate, 6 o'clock. And, and I'm sure it'll be online uh, after the fact. So they're, I'm on their website right now, denver.cbslocal.com. Uh, and they're going to air it at the 6 o'clock. Dylan's done a couple of uh, uh, um, articles. What do you call them? couple of, I don't know what to call them, um, here before 
um, just promoting the movement of God's people. That's what I like about uh, talking to him. He's a very natural uh, interviewer, and we're just talking out loud like we're hanging out together, and, and just why is this such a local concern? Well, there's a lot of reasons why it's a local concern, but I love one of the questions he asked, which may or may not air, but he asked about what, why, why send people? And that's a great question. Like, why send physical people uh, to go deal with this? And and it, there's a lot of ways to answer that, but like, we send physical people because God moved upon their heart to go. And they we have a personal connection uh, because our high school pastor uh, was a pastor in two different churches in... Uh, in Ukraine, we also have another brother on staff that his family were missionaries in Ukraine for many years. We have a personal connection to Ukraine. I mean, we have a personal connection with many states, but but and on top of that, many countries. But on top of that, I gave opportunity within our church today or this weekend for anyone in our church. You know, Aurora. For those of you unfamiliar with our city, is a very multicultural city. It's what, one of the things I love about Aurora, and so our church is very multicultural. And I would count, I didn't count specifically, but I'm going to guess probably close to 15 families of Russian or Ukrainian descent. And even I met a new brother just Sunday from Belarus, first week in our church, um, that they call Aurora their home, Denver their home, the Metro, and our church their home. And they have family members directly connected in Ukraine. Um, I was even reading an article, I, I know you guys may... I'm not doing this to pick a fight here, um, but the Los Angeles Rams uh, head coach, I believe it's a, his fiance. I'm not sure if his fiance or wife is Ukrainian. And in one of the articles I saw today uh, from him, it was an article about him sticking around as a head coach, but part of the article included the care and concern and the grace by which his wife is handling her worry and anxiety because her family's in Kiev or outside of Kiev. So, like, this is real stuff. It affects real people. And because it affects real people, uh, we send real resources. So if you want to participate, no matter where you are around the country, you want to participate in this particular... There's a lot of great things happening for Ukraine. If you want to support our relief effort already, where we pre we already we already sent them before you know, any of this, we they were already made their decision to go before we set up a relief fund, um, you can go to our website, gracefm.com slash give gracefm.com slash give and there's a drop down button for Ukraine and uh, you can give and you know that every dime that comes through for Ukraine will go in some way to support Ukraine uh, for whatever the Lord would have us to be a part of it 303-690-3000 now the lines are full so let's head to San Angelo, Texas Amalio, is that your name? Amalio, are you with us? San Angelo, Texas. I think you are uh, gone. Please call us back, uh, Amalio. Back to Denver now. Rudy, welcome to the program. Good evening. Good evening. I uh, want to, today is my grandmother's birthday, and oh. I would like to, uh, just through prayer, ask to thank God for her. Okay. It's a woman who uh, loved me and prayed for me when I was, you know, when I was a young mess up and when i wouldn't come home at night she said son where were you i prayed for you all night i asked jesus to watch over you and i you know her, her prayers were powerful and her love you know 
is just, I'm so thankful for God for her. She's 88 years old today. Her name is Stella Martinez. All right. Happy birthday, Stella. Before we pray, <laughs> uh, we shout off as a happy birthday to you and, and even listening to your grandson. You're very loved and, and appreciated. And so, Father, we do uh, declare to you a love and appreciation for Stella and the impact that she's had on Rudy's life and so many others. We're grateful, God, for um, who you've made her, how you have changed her through the sanctification process into the more and more into the image of Jesus Christ. And we're grateful for those men and women, those uh, moms and dads, those grandmas and grandpas, even great-grandmas and great-grandpas that have had great impact uh, upon our lives. And we pray for Stella in particular, keep her strong and healthy for the years you've anointed and appointed for on the earth. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Uh, God bless you. Okay. Bye-bye. Yeah, you know, you guys that are parents and grandparents and even great-grandparents, and you've been given the privilege to be a part of your children or your grandchildren's lives, you know, don't take that for granted because not everybody is given that privilege. Some people choose, uh, for whatever reasons, to sin against their own children, withholding that love from their from their grandparents or their great-grandparents, and in some cases, a bitter divorce, you know, from other, um, you know, moms or dads. And it is, uh, it is a great privilege that not everybody gets to enjoy. And so hearing Rudy now having the privilege of, of declaring to the whole radio audience the reminder of the appreciation for his grandma is a great reminder. And you guys that do have the privilege with your grandkids, bless you. Man, it's such a wonderful gift that you've been given, and I rejoice with those who rejoice. 303-690-3000. All right, back to Larimer, well, to the Larimer County Jail. Henry, welcome to the program. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, bro, you're on the air. What's up? Well, I want to thank you, first off, for giving service. It gives me a lot of time to um, be with Positive Influence and be with counsel, and I wanted to give prayer for my auntie, Annette, and the rest of the Cotsays. Okay. Auntie Annette and Lynette, they're uh, sisters. Okay. And my cousin Liz, and my auntie Mary, my uncle Tim, pretty much all of my Christian family, everyone that comes together to uh, praise and worship God for a community. Yeah. And... Uh, for, for all of us to have a little bit of sanctity in these hard times right now. Yes. And uh, pray for the plants and the animals that are coming this spring uh, to make it through this uh, environment together. Okay. And I want to pray for you. All right. Do you want to do that, Henry, or you want me to do it? I'll pray for us if you want. Go for it, bro. Uh, Fathers, we come in unity as a congregation together. We witness and we want to be in confidence of your love and your praise. And we want to worship that you left us with a lot of love and praise and knowledge and guidance. And that when we come together, that we come together gracefully and happily with abundance and harmony and productivity in mind. But sometimes we come to the church and we're broken. And uh, that, that is a time where we can give service to each other and we can fulfill heal, uh, healing. But then a lot of our serve, uh, church service can become humble and great and be in your grace and to be a witness of your creation. And uh, I want to give special thanks to the radio host and everyone in the Calvary chapels because you guys do spend a lot of my time with me here incarcerated. Uh, mm. 
positive, positive yeah. time. Yes. Not angry at me. That's you right. humble my soul a lot. So thank you, everybody. And thank you, thank you God. And Christ, you washed away all of our sins with love, and you all be loved and remembered. Hey, Lord, we thank you for having the privilege with technology to reach into the jail and to reach one, even just one person with Henry, just ministering to his heart, encouraging him, keeping him from from those anger times, keeping him from those times that would um, make things even worse for him as he pays, Lord, the the price for the crime. And I pray, God, that the time would go, at least would feel like it goes quickly, that you would strengthen my brother when he returns. I pray for all of his family that he mentioned, Annette and Lynette and Liz and Mary and Tim and uh, and others that are on his heart and mind every day, all day, and we look forward to hearing great testimony in Henry's life, God, to to hear about when he gets out, that he becomes an, an incredibly, entirely productive part of society. And we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Love you, man. Bless you guys. And the Ukrainian people, I hope they can find the time to shepherd the land. Yes. Yes. Amen. You have. Bless you, brother. Bye-bye. Okay, so what just happened right now? We received a phone call from inside jail. So somebody with whatever time they had to use, they used it to call the show live. Um, And I just want to remind you the power of radio um, that can break through these prison walls. And you you just participated in something really special. Um, And I know that uh, Henry... Uh, probably did something. He probably deserves to be there. I know sometimes there are people incarcerated that don't deserve it, but many do. I know the times I was incarcerated, I deserved it and more uh, as I was an unproductive part of society on drugs and alcohol. I thank God for the power of the Holy Spirit that he would make me a new creation in Christ. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new, like Henry. And so people incarcerated are humans, Uh, They are loved by God. There is potential even for the most hardened heart, like Paul, the Saul of Tarsus. Um, And I just want you guys to know what you just experienced. It's special and beautiful and wonderful. And for us at Grace FM, I want you to pray for us because we want to buy one more radio station. I think you know that here, at least in Colorado. We have um, 13 prisons, 13 prisons down south, I think, plus a lot of different jails. But the big Supermax Federal Prison, Colorado prisons, male prison, female prison, high security, low security are all down south in around in and around Canyon City. And we want Grace FM down there. We just hit closed door after closed door after closed door. Just recently, uh, a closed door uh, as I was knocking on a, a, bro- a guy that was selling a station, but it didn't work out. So pray for us. I think it's a desire for the Lord. Uh, it's just not working out, and it gets kind of discouraging. I think we've been praying for this for seven or eight years now. And so just keep praying for us. We'll pray for you. And don't forget Henry. Pray for him in behind. Even here he is incarcerated, but I think of what Paul said. You know, I might be chained, but the gospel's not chained. And what a privilege. So wherever you might be right now, maybe another state, Maybe you're in a prison or in jail, or you might be imprisoned to a particular sin or a particular challenge. Uh, We want you to know that the Lord is with you, 
And we want you to know that we love you and are grateful to serve you behind the walls. 303-690-3000, coming up so quickly to the first half only break of our show. Can't believe it comes that fast, but here we are. You're listening to Calvary Live. It's an original program produced here at Calvary Church in Aurora, Colorado. Um, they are, um, I don't know what I was going to say. I lost my thought. Sorry. <laughs> Can't blame it on jet lag anymore. Um, uh, whatever. I don't know where I was going with that. So I'll just take a breath uh, during the break and look forward uh, to being back with you. Again, Calvary Live open. Well, no more open lines, but here's the number 303-690-3000. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back, everyone, to the second half of today's program. You're tuned in to Calvary Live. No matter what station you're listening on, you're listening live to a broadcast originating here in Colorado. If you're listening on Hope or Truth FM, or Higher Rock, you guys are hearing a one-week delayed program, but it is still live as it's being recorded and broadcast on the Grace FM and the Radio by Grace radio networks. And if you're just joining us, we just hung up with a guy, Henry, our new friend in the county jail uh, in a county here in Colorado. And it was just a great reminder for us that, that the radio signals that the devil thinks he owns can penetrate even the places we can't go. And there's still a lot of limitations when it comes to jail and prisons because of COVID, even though things are winding down, not every state, not every county, not every health department is going along with the program. Uh, so the radio is a tremendous lifeline to so many uh, during any times, good or bad. 303-690-3000. Back to Denver. Alexandra, welcome to the program. Hi, thank you. You're welcome. So first, I just want to say thank you so much for being a follower of Christ and walking in your purpose and helping so many people. And I just have a prayer request. Um, There's just a lot going on in my life right now. Um, I'm a mom to a one-year-old daughter, and um, I'm from Philadelphia, and me and my brother just drove out here to Denver um, about a month ago. And um, God just really has me on a face walk right now. All right. I've been like, back and forth between Denver and Philadelphia, and I just got back to believing in Christ, uh, like, very strongly. And I've just, I would say since October last year, um, I've been, like, just getting closer and closer to God. So now it's like nothing is, like, looks certain. So I'm really just walking by faith and yeah. not by sight. And um so my daughter's home in Philadelphia with her dad while I'm, like, working on moving out here. But, um, like, I don't really have a place to stay out here. But I've been, like, safe, and, you know, God's got me and everything. But um, back home, my uh, daughter's dad is, like, keeping mm. her away from my side of the family. I'm so sorry. Yeah, and, um, you know, i just been FaceTiming her. And I'm still nursing. I've been pumping. I'm trying to, like, go back. But um, God's, like... I've been praying and God saying, like, he doesn't want me to go back this weekend, like, I planned. And I'm just, let me keep things short because clearly there's a lot going on. Yeah. I just need prayer for all of that stuff. 
Okay, Father, I pray right now for for my sister, especially this, especially her child, Lord, being held back sinfully from a family that loves her and wants to serve her. I pray for that right now. And my my sister, she has so much going on in her life, but she's taking those steps to trust you. Like she's in that place, taking a venture of faith to trust you with the hardships and the difficulties. And I pray you would you would give her favor, Lord, as she seeks to obey you, that you would bless her obedience and you would provide for her every need. You're, I, I claim that promise over her as a child of God, that you, are, you, will, you have promised to supply all of her need according to her riches in Christ Jesus. And we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. God bless you and everybody. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000 is the number. Super hard. Super hard. We're going to go back to now Texas. I'm Arillo, Texas. Philip, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. I have a question, and I do not have the right words, so it's going to be a poor question, poor order question. Okay, let's but try. Um, a friend of mine in church, we're doing a Bible study accountability, so we just we are starting in Matthew, and I did not realize the rich history between Malachi and Matthew. Uh, so much has happened, and I didn't know that reading the genealogy. I'm like, I was always bored, but after wanting to study it, I'm like, wow, this is so much. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, so you have the genealogies of Matthew and Luke. And I've asked about them why they are different, but I've heard two different uh, answers. Yes. And one is that they're both Joseph's genealogy, going from Luke, I think it was from uh, Jesus to Adam, and then Matthew, it was Abraham to uh, Jesus. Now, my question is, is I've also heard that one is Mary's and one is Joseph's, and I'm wondering if it might have to do going back to uh, Laman. To Jeremiah twenty two twenty four, when God cursed uh, Jericona. Well, that so, definitely is part of the part of the lineage uh, answer in in sense of God noticing who's absent and who's there, based upon the curse. But the answer is very. I, I have I lean. There are some debate on why there are two genealogies, but this my I lean to that um, the answer that Matthew in his genealogy follows the line of Joseph, which would be Jesus' legal father, but he follows his right to the throne through David's son Solomon. And Luke, on the other hand, will then take the genealogy following the line of Mary uh, through David's son Nathan, uh, so that Joseph, you know, there's no, there's, there's no, uh, there was no existing word uh, in the original language to describe son-in-law so Joseph's called the son of Heli by marriage to Mary, Heli's daughter. Um, so I think I take the simpler, simpler approach. Uh, Matthew following Joseph through uh, Solomon, and Luke is following Mary through Nathan. Okay. Um, yeah, I did read that today about yeah, yeah Joseph being the lineage is married to uh, Heli. Yeah, so I read that, and that's that's one that yeah. uh, I saw was plausible. Fantastic! How's this weather in Amarillo today? Uh, nice and uh, warm. It got high of seventy-eight, and just like a few weeks, like last week, it was seven below zero with the wind chill. Oh my goodness! I I just love Amarillo. I've been there a couple times to teach and to. 
be a part of Grace Church there, and I really enjoy that city. You're a blessed person to live there. Yes, sir. Uh, and next time you come out here, you got to check out Powder Canyon if you've not gone down there. But, yeah, Bill, uh, Bill Gam, he's a good pastor. Uh, I he hear is. him on this radio station. He is a good man. Well, God bless you, my brother. God bless you, too. Thank right. you. Bye-bye. I got a text question that says, um, does the Bible say once you are saved, you are saved, or can you lose your salvation? Um, I, I like the way the question is and, um, is asked, but let me rephrase it. A better way to ask that question is, is salvation eternal or is it temporary? And because when you answer the question of the nature of salvation, then once you receive the gift, then you get the nature of salvation. So I believe that the Bible teaches very clearly that salvation is eternal, that you're a new creation in Christ. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. That we are saved not by works, but by grace through faith. That we're not saved by, and we're not kept saved by our works. We're kept saved by the power of God, according to Peter. And I don't believe you can lose something that you didn't find to begin with. It was the work of God bringing conviction on your heart and the response and the cry of your heart of repentance, and you were born again. So I believe salvation is eternal. Now, what about the person that's acting like an unbeliever? Well, I would question their salvation, um, because believers don't typically live like unbelievers. That's why you have two words to describe that, right? <laughs> you're either an unbeliever, or you're... It's, it's sort of like... Um, it's sort of, and this is a silly illustration, but I think it'll make its point. It's kind of like people that are asleep aren't awake. You're either asleep or awake. And then I've, I know there's always the critics. Yeah, but there's a partial. No, I'm not. I know it's not a perfect example, but you, let's just use the, the, the pole, you know, either side. You're either asleep or awake. You're either saved or you're unsaved. And if you're awake per, and looking like you're asleep, then you're pretending. You have one nature. You're either saved or unsaved. You're not, you don't have two natures. And a person that's born again gets a new nature. They go from death to life, from darkness to light. And I don't believe a person can live, lose their salvation. And a believer will live like a believer. That doesn't mean we'll be perfect. Doesn't mean we won't sin anymore. Doesn't mean we'll be sinless. We'll just sin less, right? We'll, we'll have a life that reflects. Our, and, and how can a person be a prodigal if they weren't a son? Prodigals are sons by relationship. Uh, uh, someone else's, you know, think about the prodigal son for a second. All his friends were not prodigals to the son's dad. They were prodigals to their dad, but they weren't prodigals to the son's dad because they weren't related to dad. When you are related to your father by salvation, then you can go prodigal. But Ed, what about those people that turned away? I don't, or walked away, and now they become atheists. I don't think they were saved to begin with. I think, like my friend Gino Geraci says, and I don't even think he made it up. I think it came from J. Vernon McGee um, that they're just make believers. And there's no security of salvation to the make believer, but there is security of salvation to the real believer. Great question. Thanks for asking. 303 690 3000. And that question just came through on the text line 720. 720- Three three six zero eight nine seven. Back to Colorado, Lafayette, Colorado. Monica, welcome to the program. Hello. Um, thank you for having me on. Um, the question was on actually kind of what you were. Yes, saying about, I see that. <laughs> yeah, and 
the thing I'm asking is, is it's not saying uh, it's it's like you know when you're you're saved and but you start doing going backsliding and you start doing dipping back into like drinking or doing drugs. Yeah. But you still believe in Christ and you still have respect for Christ and you know in your heart that you you know you are you know you are God's child, but you but that addiction is kind of keeping you from being a hundred percent living the right way you should be living. What what's your question? Well, what I want to know is if, even if, you, if a person died and they had an addiction and that. Like you know, like a drug or an alcohol addiction, yeah. but they died. But they still believe in Christ. Do, but being that they were still sinning, do they still go to heaven? Well, definitely, believers sin, right? So we know that it's quite possible that there could be a sin as the last act of a believer before they meet Jesus face to face, right? I mean, I, I think of um, you know even something that's not so bad, like. Um, like drug addiction or sinful behavior, like somebody that decided, you know what, I don't want to follow the speed limit. I just read an article. There was somebody here in Colorado that was clocked at 125 miles an hour on our highway driving here uh, up on I-25. I didn't see where if it was up near you guys or not, but um, they're clocked at 100. It, that that ha- Not only are they breaking the law, but that has to be a sinful disregard uh, uh, down in Castle Rock. 115 miles an hour driving on I-25. That Not only is that against the law, but that is, I believe, a sinful disregard for the care and concern of others. And driving like that, right, could lead a person to die. They could crash and die and be right in the presence of the Lord. And I would say I'm grateful that I'm not judged by the last sin or the last act that I committed before I met God. I'm saved by the grace of and the blood of Jesus Christ. And his blood is sufficient to cover all of my sins. And the person that lives under alcohol addiction, the person that lives in bondage to sin, uh, in bondage to sinful behavior, is going to pay a high price for that. And even, even so, not just the addiction part, but the unwillingness to repent part, could reveal needs for a person to really... Um, examine themselves whether they're in the faith or not, but I believe God will be fair and just with that person when they're in his presence, and if they're a true born-again believer, they will reap the rewards of being a true born-again believer. Okay. Okay, answers my question. Thank you. And I would just say this, because I don't want to give a false sense of salvation to people. Here's the problem, just to follow up on that. Here's a big problem for you and a big problem for me, Monica, and it's this. I don't know who's saved or not. It's, I, I mean, I can, if, if you say you are, then I'm going to trust you at your word and I'm going to look for fruit of salvation in your life. I'm going to, but even still, even if I'm watching for fruit, I still don't know. I, I don't know. And so I want to be careful to just keep, if, some, if I see somebody that says they're saved and they're living like a sinner, I'm going to call them to repentance. I'm not going to approve of their behavior. I'm not going to excuse it. I'm not going to say, and I know you're not saying this, but just for the sake of people listening, I'm not going to say, it's okay, don't worry about it, you're going to get to heaven anyway. No, I'm going to exhort them, I'm going to help them, I'm going to get them into treatment, whatever I can do to serve them in Jesus' name. But the problem with you and me is that we just don't know who's saved. So we've got to keep pointing people to the Lord 
encouraging them in their salvation, encouraging them to follow him and trust God with the results. Thank you. I've been listening to your guys' channel oh God, for years now, and I deeply appreciate you. I, we, we learn so much from listening to you guys, you know? Oh, we're we so blessed. I, I grew up the same way. I've listened to radio as a new believer, and I, that's one of the reasons why we wanted to provide radio here. It's just, it's like going to school, but you don't have to go to school. Yeah, you got it on the radio, so <laughs> there's no right. excuse that you can't listen to godly anything because you got it right here, even while you're driving. Right on. So good. Amen. All right. God bless you. God bless you. Thank Bye-bye. You. And this is a great reminder. I know it's silly, but don't don't let it be dismissed just as it's silly. But as transportation, uh, you know, as, as traveling is opening up again, and a lot of you are traveling for business, a lot of you might be starting to take vacations again, and you're getting into rental cars, change all the presets to the Christian station in that town. So if you guys are here in Denver, change everything to 89.7 on that car, every single preset. It'll take five minutes, maybe. You guys down in Colorado Springs, change it all to 101.7. And then wherever you're listening to, um, you know, where if you can arrive and find the station, it'll just kind of a little fun thing, because then you know at least the people turning it on, at least. And you'd be surprised. We've had testimonies before of somebody saying, yeah, I got into the rental car and this station was on, or I took my car into the to get it fixed and the station was on. You just don't know. I know it's silly. It's... But it's not. It's actually not too silly. It's probably the equivalent of leaving a track somewhere or leaving a, a, a Matt Calvary Chapel magazine somewhere. You know, just go for it. And then if you get any feedback from it, I'd love to hear. Back now, well, not back, but we're going to go cross country now to Pennsylvania. Rob, welcome to the program. Pastor, thank you so much for taking my phone call. You're welcome. Um, listen, as I've been sitting on hold, you've kind of answered in a way, my question. Okay, great. Um, I've grown up, no, maybe not so much. Hang on a second. I've grown up in the church. Okay. Accepted Christ when I was young, like like normal people do. Felt the call in the ministry when I was in high school. But I'm one of those that you had mentioned, and I'm sorry to, to, to your screener, I'm going off script here a little bit. I've always had one foot in the world and one foot in the kingdom. Yes. And I'm married now, and I'm separated because uh, because I've, I've always lived, even with the call. I never fulfilled the call, never never finished Bible college because of that one foot in the world, one foot in the kingdom. Okay. I'm struggling now um, because that, that foot in the world takes such a hold over that foot in the kingdom okay. that it destroys your life. Yeah. I fell into adultery. <clears throat> Okay. And when I listen to Paul's teaching, and he speaks specifically against fornicators and adulterers, yeah. and I listen to Hope FM all the time because I'm trying to find my way back to God I believe you. and find my way back to Him, there's always condemnation yes. for that, but there's never, there's never the hope. There's, there's never the redemption of the cross. There's never the forgiveness. Yeah. Is am I lost forever because I turned away? No. And because of my lifestyle choices. No. You aren't. You aren't lost forever. But you what you are feeling is and what I hope people listening hear is you're experiencing the consequences of a sin that wasn't just against your wife. 
It wasn't just against the woman you participated with. It wasn't just the families and the people. It wasn't just against a holy and a righteous God as as much as, you know, that's the highest level of sin. It was also a sin against yourself. And I want you guys all listening right now as you're hearing our brother wrestle with the consequences of the sin, that the Bible means it what it says when God warns us about sins that would wreck us, or like you said, uh, would would destroy you and erode your faith and heap condemnation on you. I mean, I know it's hard to see and feel from the position you're in right now, but just this, the communication of what you're sharing, just what you're asking, just your desire reveals that you're not cast away, that you're not thrown away or dismissed. You're, you're living under a weight of consequences that, you know, the consequences may never go away. They might go away in intensity. I think that as you persevere through this season, they'll go away eventually. But uh, I mean, obviously, I'm going to speak the obvious, but I don't want to just assume it. Uh, Rob, you have repented from the sin and you have stopped it? Yes. Okay, so that's the gateway of the floodgates of forgiveness and healing to start from God himself. And this is the thing, Rob, this is what you're going to experience. You're experiencing it with yourself, but you're going to experience it with others too. God is instant in his flood of forgiveness. People are not so much. And that's just the consequence of purposeful pain. I know you use the phrase fell into adultery, but you know by now you didn't fall into adultery. You willingly chose to sin. And, it was a choice that I made. <laughs> and, and, and that's an important thing. Just for, I know you know that now because you're feeling it, but I'm saying you know, the thing about this radio station too, Bob, is your, your courage and your desire and also your desperation to call and be vulnerable on the air right now is also ministering to thousands of other people. It's speaking to thousands of other people. There's somebody right now, they are planning on an adulterous relationship right now. They're planning it thinking about it, male, female, both. There's a male and a, there's a man and a woman right now listening to me, planning about sinful behavior. And now in the sovereign timing of God, Rob's calling from Pennsylvania to talk about the pain that he's going through and the overcoming condemnation that he's facing. And, and then I get the privilege of saying, you know what, Rob? God loves you. He forgives you. It's hard. It's difficult. You're going to get through this. God forgives. People are much short, slower to forgive. But there's also at the same time telling someone else, don't go this way so you don't become like Rob. It's yes. not worth it. Would you just say, uh, just just tell people right now it wasn't worth it? I mean, if you it's, believe that. It's not. Short-term, short-term, whatever, whatever you think you're going through right now. I don't care if she's coming on to you, he's coming on to you. Whatever the situation is, be like Joseph. Run. Run to your spouse. Run to God yes. and say, I need help. Don't fall into this trap yeah. because that's what it is, and it destroys you. And the good news is for you, Rob, thank you for sharing that because I don't want to put words into your mouth. Um, thank you for agreeing with me and sharing that. The 
good news for you is that though a man falls seven times, he will rise again. And the grace of God will never run out in your life. It, you will not be discarded. You will be, not be tossed aside. You can continue to walk in the grace of God. Life will be a little harder. It'll be a little more challenging. But there's a possibility for great forgiveness. There's a possibility for great relationships to be restored. Um, we just need to pray, abide, and hide in Christ and get through these challenging times because that's what it is. This is hard times. So, Father, I pray for my, my friend, Rob. Um, thank you for his testimony. I wish he didn't have it, um, but he does. And your word says that there's an overcoming power in the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And so I pray both the blood of the Lamb and the word of Rob's testimony would infuse spiritual power by the Holy Spirit into his life and that you would restore those things that have been stolen through this sin. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Pastor. Hey, Rob, I, I put together a series of Bible studies. We're actually going to be editing them into a book form here in the future, but I put a, I put a, uh, I did a Bible study of what to do with my past, and that's available on our app for free, all the studies. It's under the series section, what to do with my past. And I think that would be very helpful where you are right now, number one. And number two, if you email me, I will send you some resources on forgiveness so that God can start planting. Because one of the things one of the things you said, one of the things I was thinking as you were talking is we continue in condemnation because we don't forgive ourselves. And the church community is very afraid of that phrase, Christians are, because the world has made it something that it's not. And the world makes it all human-centric and love yourself and you're not a bad person and just forgive yourself, get to know yourself. That, that's not what the Bible means and that's not what I mean. When I say forgive yourself, I mean this, and I think the Bible means this, that you would accept the forgiveness of God even for that sin. And this is what happens, and I just think this is a word from the Lord. This is what happens when we choose not to ex experience the forgiveness of God or accept it or forgive ourselves. Any of those phrases, this is what happens. What we're saying is this. My sin is so bad and so hurtful and so heinous that if I was God, I wouldn't forgive it. And here we are doing exactly what the Bible says not to do, making God in our own image. Because God is bigger than our limitations. And yes, God would even forgive that. The only way a person won't forgive, won't experience the forgiveness of God is if they refuse to repent. Thank you. All right, call back in a couple weeks. We want to hear some updates, okay? All right, yeah, I'll be happy to. Thank you. I, um, I'm sorry, offline, um, how do I get your email address? Uh, I'll put you on hold, and Kevin can get it for you. It's, I'll tell Thank it real you. quick, but we're coming up on the end of the show. It's ed at edtaylor.org. Taylor.org. Thank yep. you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, here we are at the end of the show. 
And I, I just think the Holy Spirit was, is always with us, but this last call truly was absolutely God's timing on all the topics we covered. I especially want to exhort you that are planning sin. I got that text yesterday from a sister that found a text on her husband's phone. And it it was a prelude to, it was headed toward that, no doubt. That text conversation was headed toward, is headed toward adultery. And my counsel to her was, tell him you know, and let's see if we can't stop this before it gets worse. Well, let me say this for you listening in right now. God knows. And let's just stop this before it gets any worse. Ask for help. You could even hear with Rob, hearing the truth of God's word brought a little bit of hope to him, but he's going to be slammed as soon as he hangs up the phone. He is going to live every day with the consequence. It's going to be heavy. It's going to be a battle. The warfare is going to intensify around them, but it doesn't have to be so for you, friend. Stop. Turn away and run to the Lord. Appreciate you guys. Ukrainian Relief Fund is available, gracefm.com. Support your local Christian radio. And uh, we'll see many of you guys this weekend studying the book of Acts here at Calvary. Bless you guys. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's word.